dirty filthy horror bags welcome back to another episode of queen's table live it's your girl queen s and we're back with another episode of tea time tuesday if you have not already like share subscribe do all that good stuff sweetie because you don't want to miss out to all the d's to all our t's now do we i don't think so and make sure each and every tea time tuesday you have your cups ready with your qt juice ready to sip this tea so gently when it's time to okay so we're just going to jump right into our first topic on today's Tea Time Tuesday, sweetie. We are going to talk about Molly Mall, baby. Molly Mall in his prostitution ring, okay? He was he was head honcho, okay? He was the head honcho when it came to this prostitution ring. He was doing this for 12 years. 12 years where these girls was going out making thousands of dollars and only pocketing a hundred a hundred dollars so you mean to tell me i'm out here doing my best work lock jaw and all for a hundred dollars per person is it crack is it crack is it crack y'all smoking oh kickback is it crack 12 years he was doing this mind you molly ma he's a well-known producer he's a well-known atlanta-based producer and it took y'all 12 years to figure this out that he was a whole ass like head honcho when it came to this prostitution 12 years 12 years this man was letting these girls go home with a hundred dollars in their pockets while he was pocketing the difference 12 years 12 years and y'all just now figuring this out 12 years and somebody just now come forward Y'all don't really be about y'all money the way that y'all say y'all be about y'all money. And that makes me mad. Baby, ain't no way. Ain't no way. You gonna have me out here sucking and fucking for $100. And I know, like, I'm touching the bread. So I know, I know what I'm bringing to you. I know what I'm bringing to the table to you, sir. Sandola? Segma? Petit. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Molly Mall was officially sentenced to 33 months in prison for this prostitution ring. He did try to plead with the judge as far as when it came down to his sentencing, stating that he hasn't been a part of the actual prostitution ring, thing, whatever you want to call it, since 2014, and that he's been trying to clean his image ever since. The judge still gave him 33 months. Okay, so Molly Mall. I hope you are able to serve your time in peace. I mean, I don't want to say like I wish you bad or I wish you well, but that's all I got for you, Molly Law. Maybe that's it. Topic on today's Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live, baby. We are going to talk about Jaden Smith, okay? We are going to talk about the magnificent philanthropist himself. Since his 21st birthday, he he's been on go he's been doing what he needs to do as far as giving back as far as making sure that those around him in his community feel his love and feel his aura and feel his presence so since his 21st birthday Jaden smith has been doing his damn thing doing things that adults still have not done or adults would not do i love you it's a food truck that offers free vegan food to homeless people on skid row so now, Jaden, he wants to now open a restaurant named I Love You as well to offer the option for regular people who are not homeless to be able to come in and eat. However, it comes with a catch. 
His catch is you'll be able to purchase. However, your purchase will be upcharged. He believes in you paying for the next person's bill and paying it forward that way. And so I cannot wait to see what else Jaden Smith does, even though people love to talk shit about the way that Will and Jada Smith have raised both of their kids and how open and free that they are within themselves. But baby, that's how y'all parents should be, okay? That's parenting one-on-one. Willow's over here breaking barriers, breaking, you know, the structures and the guidelines of what a black woman can and cannot be as an artist. She is changing the game. She just released her new song, and baby, her song is popping, okay? Popping. And I don't even do heavy metal. I don't even do any type of rock, raw red, raw, none. None of that. But she is doing what she needs to do. And both of Will and Jada's kids they have expanded themselves and have found themselves at the peak of their lives in such a very young age because their parents told them that they could do anything under the sun and they have been doing everything under the sun and i cannot wait to see what the future holds for jaden smith the philanthropist and fucking self okay and we're going to cheers and toast to you and drink to you because baby that's what it's all about it's all about making sure that you're giving back a lot of people don't understand in order for you to be blessed you have to be a blessing okay that's how you keep getting your blessings is by doing and helping others that are as fortunate as you i've been in cars where I would see a homeless person and I'd be in a car with somebody and the person I'm in the car with, like, they look down on this homeless person like, that couldn't be you. There's people out there that are homeless because they don't know how to bounce back. They don't know where to start to bounce back. And other times, they don't want to bounce back. Why do I want to pay and live through the government's eyes and having to pay taxes and still be broke having to pay for an apartment and still be broke having to pay to car to drive a car and still be broke and so i definitely understand when it came down to having a better um having more empathy when it comes to people who are homeless than before and so now i make sure that every time that i drive if i do see a homeless person i try to offer them food i try to give them money or do something along those lines but i've been questioned about it like people are like why are you giving this homeless man uh uh money you know he might just go and buy him a cigarette he might just buy him beer that's his business that ain't got shit to do with me if that's what you need to do to make your day today getting a pack of six beers do it if you gotta go smoke one, do one. Like, do it. Like, my my responsibility is not to worry about what you choose to do after the fact that I gave you the my funds. My funds were my funds prior to me handing them to you. Once they are handed to you, those are now your funds. So if you decide that you would rather smoke than to eat, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Baby, smoke your life away, baby. As long as you happy, I'm happy. I feel like we have to get back to being more empathetic to the people who are less fortunate than us instead of us looking down on them like that couldn't be us because baby one thing god will use you as an example okay he will use you as an example so you better watch it you better watch it you better watch it next topic on tea time tuesday with queen s on queen's table live we are going to talk about t grizzly okay he came with the word he came with the word t grizzly basically is urging rappers to really take their life a little bit more seriously and whatnot to make sure that they leave their families with something i feel like this topic don't get talked about as much as it should be but i honestly feel like when it comes to just the industry and itself like the entertainment industry itself they don't set up these rappers to really have a successful life 
outside of rapping. And what I mean about that is these rappers are tied into these contracts and these contracts do not come with anything. Now, everything is like, okay, how can you benefit us right now? How can you make sure you make us money right now? These record labors in particular do not set up these rappers to be successful long-term wise. And that could be successful in making sure they have all their finances together, making sure that they have all their P's and Q's together as far as like how T says, the will, you know, making sure that you have the life insurance, making sure that everything is accordingly and put into place because as a rapper, your life is in jeopardy. You are a target. Your life is everything. And at any given time, you could be off and your parents, your family or whomever else is sitting here creating a GoFundMe to try to make you some coins to cover your funeral expenses. Like, that don't make no sense. You should not have to create a GoFundMe. It should be where these record labels also put into place that you guys have wills in place, that you guys have the mental health awareness. Like, I would hope that eventually one day we would get to a place where these record labels will make sure that they set these rappers up to actually succeed past what they could do for them right now. I understand that it's all business, but at the end of the day, you would want your money to be able to make your money, right? You would want your money to be able to make your money the best way that it can. And the best way that somebody can make their money is if they're happy, is if they know that they're Gucci. I do what they need to do to protect these rappers mentally, protect these rappers' mental state of mind because you want these rappers to make you money, right? You want these rappers to make you bread, but are you making sure that they're healthy mentally? Are you making sure that they're in their right mindset so that they don't have writer's box, so that they'll be able to push them hits for you? That's it. All right, so next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Blackish, honey. Blackish has officially called this last season, which is their eighth season, their final season. Creator Kenya Barris wrote Blackish announcement, and I quote. To all the people in the world I love, honor, and respect and care for, it is both exciting and bittersweet to share that Blackish has been renewed by ABC for its eighth and final season. In this day and age, it is rare to get to decide when your show should come to an end, and we are grateful along with ABC to be able to do just that with our entire and amazing stellar cast coming back to close out this chapter with us the right way. This show has changed my life so many ways, and I'm so proud of the conversations that we started along the way. None of this would have been possible without our audience and supporters who have championed the show every step of the journey allowed us to change not only just the narrative of black families but of families culture and the world in general all while allowing us to talk about things that people were not supposed to talk about period especially on network television comedy thank you to everyone who made it possible to get to this point the cast the crews the writers the director the executives and especially my family who allowed me to mine so many deep personal moments from them many times forgetting to give them the heads up and showed them to the world. Tears fill my eyes and smiles brightens my face as I said thank you to all my blackish families for all of you for all you have given of yourself. Hashtag blackish, hashtag season eight, hashtag dreaming dreaming awake. And I quote. When it comes to blackish ending, I'm, I don't want to say that I'm surprised because I'm not surprised, but I'm glad that blackish came out when it did. Blackish came out during a time where we weren't having real family bonding, black love, anything. Blackish came around a time where we were still stuck in reality TV world. We were still stuck on love and hip hop antics and fighting and baby mama, baby daddy drama type shit. 
we were still stuck in the oh you're a single mother household oh you know this this household can't be spread with love black ish changed the tone black ish changed the narrative black ish opened up conversations that I can recall were very uncomfortable but needed to be said. It dealt with racism in the workplace, with sexism in the workplace, what dealt with having to balance work-life balancing and marriage and kids. It also showed the difference of parenting skills. It also showed respecting the difference of parenting skills. It showed so many different things and so many different aspects that were definitely needed in its time. And so for Black-ish to have gotten to eight seasons, they did what they needed to do. To have spinoffs, they were able to continuously have those conversations. And so just like it's a bittersweet thing, but Black-ish did what the fuck Black-ish needed to do. And so I'll be on the lookout to see what else you got up under your sleeves. And we're going to cheers to that for you. Topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Lamar Odom, honey. So Lamar Odom broke his silence after his ex claimed that she is suing him for unpaid child support and basically causing her and her kids to be homeless. In this new claim, she is claiming that Lamar Odom has missed child support payments and has caused her to be evicted from her household and so she is seeking retribution she is seeking for her funds yada 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 blah 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 bullshit 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 okay lamar responded hashtag lisa morales anything for clout i had no plans on addressing this but i can't keep letting bitter women slander my name i have taken care of lisa and my children their entire lives my children are adults I have paid child support for children on time monthly for the past 18 years. My children are adults. I'm saddened that in the past 15 years that Liza has not taken the initiative to get a job or create a source of income for herself aside from my monthly payment of child support. She is smart, able, and capable of working to support the lavish lifestyle she wants to live. I love my adult children and I will support them in their dreams in every way possible. I pray that Liza finds healing and gets to a place of independence. I'm no longer shamed by my past mistakes. I own who I am and with a clear mind and conscience, I will present my case in court. Life is too short and uncertain for this. Let's all work on being our best selves. And I quote. Lamar, first of all, that read was, ah, ah. think again, bitch. Think again. Okay. Kids, child support, child support, not adult support. Not grown-ass woman support. Not bitter baby mama support. Child support. My kids are adults. Therefore, I don't need to pay child support anymore. So glad that Lamar took the high road in this because he could have definitely been a little bit more pettier and could have been a lot more disrespectful because y'all be doing too much. 15 years? 15 years you were racking up child support payments and you don't have nothing in the bank and now you want to run back and ask this man to continuously pay for your lifestyle ma'am what is wrong with y'all what is wrong with y'all it's like y'all think because y'all have kids with someone who have more money that it's their obligation to now take care of you no baby it's not a bogo deal it's not a package deal just because y'all have a seat together don't mean that he is responsible to take care of you too like, y'all really got shit fucked up in y'all head if y'all really honestly think that these men are obligated to take care of you just because y'all have kids together. That's not how it works. 
his responsibility is to make sure that you're straight enough to take care of y'all kids after that everything else is not his fuck to give after that everything else is out of his control after that you need to take what accountability and the fact that you were irresponsible for 15 years you have to what take accountability in the fact that you did not do what you needed to do in them 15 years and so therefore because you didn't do what you need to do in them 15 years you are now having your kids being evicted with you accountability the word of the year for a reason because it seems as though everybody loses track of the word accountability when things don't work out in their favor when things don't work out the way that they want it to work out lamar odom did his due diligence he paid his child support for his kids for his children when they were kids now that they're no longer kids baby go broke go broke you could be on the street if all i care that ain't got nothing to do with him and how dare you take this man to court saying unpaid child support payments ma'am 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 and lamar i hope i hope the case gets dismissed and i hope matter of fact even pull a fast one say that she's giving you emotional distress she's making you emotional She's, she's making you lose sleep. You can't think straight because of all the all the trauma she's bringing towards you, bitch. Y'all be doing too much. Y'all be doing way too much. Stop being bitter like he says. Stop being bitter. You had 15 years to figure something out. That is your responsibility. The, the, the fact of the matter is that you don't have it now. That has nothing to do with your ex at all. At all. At all. It be that's it. Y'all are. Next topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about the beautiful take. My poor baby, he is going deaf. He is going deaf. He is going Take recently spoke out in a series of Instagram posts where he goes a little bit more in depth about him going deaf in one of his ears. He is currently going through treatments and hopefully. Fingers crossed, he does not go completely deaf. So I'm going to keep you in fabulous tank in my prayers because baby, we need you. We need them vocals. I need you to be able to hear hear the beat, hear the note. Cause ain't nobody, can't nobody, can't nobody sing like Tank. Can't nobody do it like Tank. And Tank is Tank for a reason, okay? <laughs> he conductors. Sorry. Topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Kobe finally being inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame, honey. <sighs> Moment of silence for Mr. Kobe. Kobe was finally inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame this past weekend. His wife, Vanessa, her speech... You could tell she was trying so hard to hold back tears. You could tell how how much strength it took for her to stand on that podium and finish. And baby, there was not a dry eye. I know this. I even went on Twitter afterwards. I went on Instagram afterwards just to, you know, get feedback. And everyone had the same feedback. Like, her strength and Laura London's strength is just like, like, just wow. Just wow. Like, wow and that purple just royal just so uh baby 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 listen my brother is like the biggest kobe fan ever okay ever 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 okay birthday 
last year I got him this blow up size uh, painting of Kobe Bryant so that he could have he could have it and I got him the limited edition sports was it sports illustrator it was like a limited edition sports illustrator where it was just like literally the whole like it's like it was like this thick the whole book was dedicated to Kobe's life from start to finish and it had like a timeline it showed his different jerseys it had testimonies like all of that and um he ended up getting bracelets and the fact that he gave it to me and he actually allowed me to actually take it meant everything to me. And so that's why I never take it off. So when y'all see this, just know, just know my brother loves me. <laughs> he loves me in real life, okay? Because he made, he don't play about Gobi. So the fact that he allowed me to take this from him, he loves me. She was, she's strong, man. She's strong. To lose your husband, to lose your daughter, and still fighting to make sure that all his fans are able to get um, his his shoes. You know, she just had to announce that she is no longer renewing her contract with Nike because Nike is being greedy and trying to have everything like a limited edition type of shit just so that they could up the price and sell it on dead stock websites, which... She tried her best to make sure that all his fans were able to get his shoes again and stuff like that. But Nike was really trying to just make everything just limited edition. And so she ended up separating the partnership with Nike. But she's hoping that she'll be able to come back around and provide Kobe fans with something else um, in the near future. But my heart goes out to her. My heart literally always goes out to her. I follow her just to see her smile. I love seeing how happy she is when she's around Sierra and Lala. I'm just I'm just happy that she's loved out loud in the absence of her husband and her daughter. Child, that shit still don't feel real. That shit still don't feel real. I don't think it's ever going to feel real to be honest because it's like not Kobe. Not Kobe. Topic on Tea Time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live. We are going to talk about Tiana Taylor and Amon, honey. Tiana and Amal are coming back to reality TV. If you did not know, they had a Tiana and Amal show on, I believe it, it was on VH1, either VH1 or BET. And I loved their show. I loved, loved, loved their show because their show was just so real. And then it just stopped. And I'm like, okay, are you coming back? Are you coming back? Like, what happened? So this time it's going to be on E! instead. And the name of their show is going to call We Got Love, Amal and Tiana. So... Y'all look forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I love them. I love the realness that they carry in their relationship. I do know that their relationship has, has had its ups and downs. Their marriage has had its ups and downs, just like every other marriage. But I just love how authentic they were. You know, Tiana didn't care about cursing out Amon. Amon didn't care about cursing out Tiana. Tiana didn't care about, you know, snatching her wig off. Amon didn't care about wearing Tiana's wig right after she snatched off because she was hot. That's black love. I love it. I'll be staying tuned. Ooh, that one was strong. So I'll be staying tuned. I'll keep y'all up to date. I'll keep y'all up to date to all the these to all the teas when it comes to that. Cause right now there hasn't been an, an official release date quite yet. But you know, as soon as we find out, you know your good girl gonna come on this pink couch and let y'all know off rip. So you know. Next topic on Tea Time Tuesday on Queen S on Queen's Table Live, we are going to talk about Miss Portia, honey. Okay. We are going to talk about Miss Portia Williams, honey. 
So, if y'all have been under a rock this past week, y'all already know Portia came out stating that she was engaged. The problem with her being engaged, it wasn't the fact that she was engaged, it was who she was engaged to. So, boom. Portia is now engaged to her friend's ex-husband, Simon. Right? Here's the timeline. Simon apparently stated that his wife cheated on him, which is why they're getting a divorce. Simon is also business partners with Portia's baby daddy. That's how, that's how they met. They met. They, they became friends because her baby daddy slash fiance at the time were business partners with him. How everyone knew of Simon is because Portia invited her friend and Simon on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And she was in her friend's pool with her friend's husband. And she finally announced her engagement to Simon. She stated that they were never friends. She stated that they were only friends for the show. Whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop. Twitter, Black Twitter, the world, Facebook, everybody wasn't playing. Okay, everybody had their two cents to say. Here is the gag. Here's the kicker now. So as soon as Portia Stated her engagement. Let me put my cup down, baby. Let me get my phone instead so I could <laughs> read y'all this next tea, okay? So, when Portia announced her engagement and she let the world know that she was engaged to Simon, baby, the people started coming out the woodwork saying, oh, you engaged to Simon? Y'all been together for a month? Well, I was with him too. Showing video receipts, baby, showing text messages, showing proof to the point Simon even chimed in and being petty himself. So he and I quote said, let's have some fun. If anyone can show credible receipts that I cheated on my ex-wife between 6-14-2019, the date that we got married, and 1-15-2021, the date of the initial divorce filing, I have 50K waiting for you. In the meantime, we have timeline issues with someone claiming to have dated me at the same time as my fiance, Portia. Let's get some facts. End quote. Ma'am. <sighs> you don't even give a fuck about girl code? Do y'all even know what girl code is anymore at this point? Because I've been seeing mixed reviews. And this is my personal opinion. And I'm only saying what I'm about to say based off of what is the obvious. Okay? So hypothetically speaking, let's say Portia, she wasn't your friend. Right? Let's say she wasn't your friend. Let's say, you know, you don't owe her nothing. Whoop -de -whoop -de -whoop -de -whoop -de -whoop, whatever. I personally feel like as a woman, okay? As a woman, this is somebody that was you was once in her face. This is not nobody that, you know, just you didn't know anything of or, you know, y'all had pictures together, Portia. You saying that this girl wasn't your friend? Y'all had pictures together. You invited her on the show. What do you mean you guys are not friends? We only know of her and Simon because of you. I'm confused. And I've been seeing a lot of people saying, oh, this is why you can't bring your husband around, your friends. This is, y'all can't. Y'all can't. Because y'all don't know what real friends look like. Okay? Y'all don't know what real friends look like. That's why y'all say that. Because a real friend, a real friend wouldn't even play with you like that. A real friend wouldn't even play with you like that. Y'all love to throw the word friend out so loosely. 
and then be offended when motherfuckers step on your toes. You can't just be out here willing in to call anybody and everybody your friend. Y'all be throwing the name friend out like it's motherfucking juice. Y'all kicking it with a girl, chit-chatting with her. Y'all sitting here relating to the fact that y'all both like the color pink. Y'all sitting here relating to the fact that y'all both went to the same school. Y'all sitting here relating to the fact that y'all both go to the same hairdresser. Y'all automatically consider each other friends. Uh, And y'all get upset. And then y'all get upset. Y'all get upset with these so-called friends that y'all throw out there, do what they do. You feel me? And I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I haven't been burned. Bitch, I'm currently going, bitch, I'm going through a burnt process as we speak. I'm going through looking at my wound like, damn, bitch. We just gotta, we just gotta suck it up. We didn't expect this backstabbing to happen, but we gotta suck it up. You know, you gotta. You can't throw the word friend so loosely. Not everybody wishes you well for real. Okay? Sometimes people dead ass put themselves in your vicinity so that they could see you. They could see your energy. They could see your light. They could see how you come and they could see the people that surround you. Just so that they could try to copy and duplicate it. Because baby, ain't nothing like the blueprint though. First of all, I'm not going to my friend's house in her pool with her man home just for the fuck of it. Okay? That's what we're not going to do. There's no reason why me, you, and your husband needs to be in a pool together. Ain't no reason. Where's my man? I need to be over here with my man. You over there with your man. No reason. No reason. No reason. And why did you have to come over here to come to my pool? You don't have a pool? setting yourselves up and then be surprised when the setup actually turns out to be exactly what the setup was intended to be a setup like I've <laughs> I've seen Mulatto talk about it I've seen a couple of other celebrities talk about it and I'm just like but at the end of the day like y'all be throwing the word friends so loosely I know I could trust my friends I know I could trust the people that I have around me to make sure that when I'm not around, they still show face off of my face. They still make sure that, uh-uh, you know, if Sandra was here, whoop-de-whoop-de-woo, you know, make sure you do this because if Sandra was here, whoop-de-whoop-de-woo, and vice versa. Y'all be weirdos. Y'all are weirdos in real life. Y'all be befriending bitches just to try to get one up, just to try to live her life. You're not her for a reason. You can't be her for a reason. You're not meant to be her for a reason. Find yourself. Find yourself. I ain't gonna say I wish her well. I ain't gonna say I don't wish her well. I mean, she did post a series of other posts after the fact. She posted one where it was like her, baby daddy, and Simon, and her in the back of her house I'm assuming and they were smoking their cigars and she's like real grown man shit and in my head I'm like they're business partners ma'am that's the difference between men and women men don't let emotions come between them and they check they'll suck that shit up and call it a motherfucking day a man is not gonna stop his check for no bitch he's not gonna stop his bag over his feelings for a female he's not gonna do that he's gonna suck that shit up 
If you gotta cry to him, he's gonna cry to himself. If you gotta talk to his homeboys about it, you gotta smoke it out. If you gotta fuck another bitch for it, whatever the case is. But they're not going to stop their bread for you, Portia. So yes, they're gonna be grown men about it. Cause they're business partners. They were business partners before you. And they're still business partners. So why would they stop being business partners just because you wanna be messy and fuck with his business partner? Be dick out there. Why this one? Like, oh, and they claim that they, 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 they're in love after a month. I mean, I don't want to say claim that they're in love after a month because it is possible to be in love with somebody that quick. But girl, you could have found another fish in the sea, bitch. The sh Do you see how big the ocean is? And that's the fish that you wanted? A fish that you stuck. What do I know? What do I know? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Okay. So this topic is very touchy for me only because I just feel like nowadays this conversation is just happening way too often for my liking, like way too often. So on Mother's Day, there was a disturbance called in Davenport, Iowa, where he resides. And this disturbance call was on Mother's Day. This disturbance call was uh, to his home that he shared with his 20-year-old girlfriend. Her name is Williana Bibbs. And he's 31. She's 20. They were called for a disturbance. When police arrived, she was shot. And authority says that she was pronounced dead on the scene he was later arrested and charged with her murder and he is currently in jail without bond and is awaiting trial for starters 11 11 11 11 is the number of years, E.J. Wright and Williana, 11 years, 11 year difference, 11 year difference. This baby wasn't even old enough to drink yet. And you a grown ass man. This relationship shouldn't have even been a relationship. Let's not even talking about, let's take away the domestic violence. Okay, this relationship shouldn't have even been a relationship, but I feel like in our culture, we turn a blind eye to these grown men preying on these little girls. We turn a blind eye, and this is coming from someone who was sexually assaulted herself as a child. If Jit could have married me, he would have married me. If Jit could have had me all to himself, Jit would have had me all to himself, but he knew that wasn't gonna happen, he knew that couldn't have been possible. But 11 year difference what the fuck do y'all have to relate about and then the family like it's like it's a it's a ripple effect of just what the fuck like how you as a mother feel comfortable with knowing that this grown man this grown man who is 11 years older than your 20 year old daughter who can't even drink she can't even drink legally she can't even drink legally. 
31. Let's not even add the domestic let's let's not even add the domestic abuse into the situation. And that's another thing too, it's like people don't understand that when it comes to older men praying on little girls or younger girls, it's a control thing. They want to be able to control them. They want to be able to make them move to the beat of their drum because they don't know any better. Girls that age their love struck. Girls that age, you know, the smaller things in life excites them. You just buying them flowers just because it excites them because girls their age is not getting flowers. You know, you pulling up in a Rolls Royce excites them because girls their age is not pulling up in a Rolls Royce. But it's like, oh wow, that was the first time I actually said it correctly. I've never been able to say Rolls, okay, I, I jinxed myself. I've never been able to say the RR word the RR car word <laughs> besides just now no, I can't say it again but something gotta fucking give man something gotta give cause this relationship shouldn't have even existed to begin with this baby would have still been here this relationship should have not even existed to begin with and that's that's what's angering me the most because it's like it could have been prevented but we love to turn a blind eye because of financial status because of image because of of oh i don't want to say nothing because i don't want people to come back at me and come at me sideways it's like this baby is gone this baby is gone because a grown-ass man had his issues and his demons and his struggles and his traumas and because he couldn't control them he attached himself to her and now she's gone now she's gone my heart goes out to her family because regardless of the fact your baby is no longer here, there's no amount of empathy that could give you to, to, for me to give you to tell you that I understand where you're coming from because I don't. But we, we have to do better. We, we have to do better. We really, truly, 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 truly have to do better because it's like you have mental, mental health you know that i know is definitely the root of all of this mentally jay wright was not all the way there but he probably have never seek professional help for his traumas and his wounds and his shortcomings or if he did seek help he seeked help from people who weren't really trying to help him but just more so trying to get him to just stop talking about it because that's another thing sometimes you go seek help from other people that's around you and they just want you to stop talking about it and you can feel and sense that but it definitely starts it definitely starts mentally before before it becomes emotionally and physically it always starts mentally this shit is just sad like just and I'm getting chills like I'm literally getting chills because I it just it's just sad like it's really just sad just sad really sad maybe that's it that's it up for today's tea time Tuesday with Queen S on Queen's Table Live if you have not already like share subscribe do all that good stuff sweetie because you don't want to miss out to all of these to all your teas and until next time I hope y'all be safe y'all stay strong understand that you could do anything that you put your mind to because you said so and until next time my dirty filthy whore bags hugs and kisses y'all hugs and motherfucking kisses Mwah.